The Houston Rockets added Ime Udoka. And which Spurs jersey should stay up in the rafters and which shouldn't? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Quick health update. No, I am not out of the woods yet. Yeah, this thing just will not get out of the way. But I'm getting better little by little. So forgive me if I sound a little congested throughout this show. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about the Rockets adding Ime Udoka. Now you're probably sitting there like, okay, I thought I'm here for Lockdown Spurs. I'm Lockdown Rockets. Well, we're going to ask how that impacts the Spurs as far as their standing moving forward in the West. Yeah, there's something uh, that is because that's happening to San Antonio right now in their own backyard. Also, jerseys and Kawhi Leonard's uh, Spurs jersey should it be retired or not. It's been a big debate this offseason, but we're going to look at some of the jerseys that are retired right now and ask which one should stay up there, which one should come down right here on Locked On Spurs. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Who is joining me today? He is back, everybody. He is Nick Montas, a sports reporter in San Antonio and a guy who's actually in Austin right now. Are you scouting out relocation? I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Spurs fans. Ah, ha, ha. Nah, ha, ha. <laughs> Welcome back, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm just up here, you know, doing a little business here and there and then talking with a couple people about, about some stuff and, and, and also being up in, in this area, but not, not necessarily thinking about relocating. Uh, if okay, you guys right. can find me a better, a better house or better stadium, if you will, a better arena, to, to uh, live in, then, then maybe I can see myself staying in San Antonio longer. I'm, I'm just playing around. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's great to be back and uh, great great to be on the show again. Thanks for having me. No, anytime, buddy. And uh, just a quick heads up, uh, he is on a cell phone right now, just so please the uh, so excuse any audio issues that he may have. But Nick, Nick's a pro. He knows how to handle this. Make sure to follow him on Twitter <laughs> at Nick underscore Montes right now. So, Nick, as I just said right now, hey, you know, Ime Udoka goes to Houston, new head coach. And as I said, you're probably mm-hmm. even you reacted the way when I sent you the rundown. You're like, huh? Uh, what? What? Why are we going to talk about Ime? You went, oh, it took you a while to start seeing the puzzle pieces. But there are some puzzle pieces that could impact the Spurs. Now, first of all, let me get your reaction on Ime going to Houston. I think that was a brilliant move on their part as the new head coach. Yeah, that was huge, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I kind of see, you know, was Houston's been, been struggling to find a, try to find some consistency with the young core that they have. It, it kind of put things into perspective of the way in which they want to move forward, which is, a, you know, from the, the top down needs to be a, a solid choice all the way through. And having such a, a young group like Houston has, it, it kind of reminds me of the Boston Celtics from a couple of years ago. Um, having grown up in, in Boston, I, I do – Stay pretty close to my hometown Celtics, but yeah. it, it's one of those things that it, it's really interesting to see the way he comes from the coaching tree of Popovich and when he was here with, with the Spurs and now has himself with a great opportunity to have another young team that he can really mold into the, 
the the team that he wants to see. And, and I think it's it's going to be exciting to see um, what he can do with them. And I think it's a great choice for Houston to to choose him when it yeah. comes to you know moving forward as a as a team that like we saw as the same record as the Spurs in the season. So um, so it should be. I think it's going to be good for for Houston to move forward. What what are your thoughts on on yeah. being a former Spurs assistant now in, over in Houston? Well, here's my thought. Is exactly is the topic now. This is was my first reaction was, oh no, and here's why. <laughs> yeah. um, it's not just simply that one singular move that they did uh, when they brought in Ime. It's now the collective, and this was my reaction mm. to it. Was hold up, the Spurs are. I don't. I wouldn't say they're out of their rebuild yet. At least their deepest point of it. They're not even on the upward. You know, to get out of it yet. So my first thought was, hold up, Houston's been drafting in the top five for the what, like last two, three seasons, and they brought in some good talent. They got Sangoon, they got Green, they got a young core there. Um, they had another bad season, which means lo and behold, they're in the lottery again and do have one of those fourteen percent chances to at getting Wemby. And now you add a guy like Ime to the mix who's going to pretty much turn that coaching staff around and get the roster back, uh, you know, in in tip top shape. Oh no, Nick, as I send the rundown to him, this puts the Spurs kind of behind the chase for one of the top spots, just in the West. Mm. Nick, they're not, they're not even out of the rebuild yet. And here's Houston that has been tanking for, you know, for longer than the Spurs added a bunch of young kids that are adaptable to today's uh, NBA. And then you bring in a, an Ime Udoka who has the Popovich pedigree, who took Boston to the finals, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh-oh, the Spurs got some work to do. I'm starting to think, like, the Spurs can rebuild all they want, but it just makes me think they got to start making perhaps bigger swings at the fence to hit a home run to catch up and keep up with the Joneses just in the West, Nick. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what they were thinking of doing with grabbing, you know, a guy like him, um, you know, who in, in a way was a free agent after being let go by Boston uh, after um, that scandal came out about his, his uh, personal situation that he had with an assistant. But um, as as they move forward, yeah, I can see I see you making a case for, for them, for the Spurs now being, you know, a little bit behind the eight ball. And I think right now I, I can kind of see that just kind of being the – the Houston Rockets right now have the shiny new toy and that is, is going to be put into action to see whether or not it actually pans out. Cause it, it didn't really, it, it took, you know, a little bit for the guys in, in, in Boston Celtics young core to really kind of come together, realize that he, he is a little bit hard. He's, he's, he's old school. He's, he's, he's going to be hard on you. He's not going to be like, yeah. okay, you know, let's all come together and let's work. Now, he's yeah. going to be on you if you're not getting back on defense or you're not, you're not playing the way that he wants to see them play. So I want to see how this all comes together right now. It looks like they're obviously in a better position because they got, you know, the, the brand new coach who is, right. you know, uh, a season away from, from going to the, to the NBA finals and being a couple of ways away from, from having an actual ring. Um, so I, I could see that. Um, but when it comes to the, the rosters themselves, as far as organizations, I really still, and, and I'm not being, you know, hometown biased in this but I, I really still see that i think that the the spurs if you compare young core versus young core i i like the way the spurs are going 
and if you add another piece, you know, within the top couple of picks in the draft coming in this year, I, I think it definitely makes a case for the Spurs to be, you know, still right up there, um, even though the, mm. the Rockets got their, their shiny new toy and have the possibility of getting Wemby uh, when, when the lottery right. actually falls. So, well, well, well that's we'll the thing right now uh, with San Antonio yeah. and Houston having to, had to do the coin flip. I, I think mm-hmm. it would be, I guess, dire as far as the, you know, the chase to be one of the top teams in the West to solidify themselves as a top six playoff team is if Houston does get Wimby. I mean, can you imagine mm-hmm. that you add yeah. Houston with Wimby and Ime and green and Sangoon and the rest of those young kids out there, that could be a problem for the Spurs that are yeah. just trying to find themselves out of the hole that they're in right now in this rebuild. Not to say that the current roster as constructed is horrible. Cause there's a part of me that thinks mm-hmm. that if this Spurs team was healthy last season, I don't think they're a 22 win uh, season a team. I think maybe pushing upper 20s, maybe sniffing the 30. But sure. yeah, I just, I just, you know, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade here. I know it's supposed to be good vibes right now. The lottery's around the corner. Let's get the good vibes going. But got Fiesta, we got to be having good yeah, vibes. Yeah, got Fiesta, Come on. exactly. Come on. And, but my, that was my first thought was, oh my goodness. And we're not even talking about Dallas yet. Dallas, okay, yeah. sure, they had a stinker of an ending of a season, but they still got a franchise player that you can build around with Luka. And who knows with Ky- with Kyrie, if he sticks around. So now you have the Texas teams. You st- I still push Dallas ahead as the best Texas team right now. Sure. But Houston can really vault if they do things right in the draft. They get a lucky, even if they don't get lucky. Let's just say Detroit vaults and they get the number one pick. Sure, okay, fine, but wherever Houston lands, two, three, four, they're still going to add a great piece to that roster that they can mm-hmm. mix in well. We're talking with Nick Montes. He is a San Antonio sports reporter. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore Mantis. He's in Austin, everybody, but no, he's he's not preppy for relocation. I'm just, I'm just here for the day. I'm just here he's for just the day. here. Everybody chill out. Everybody yeah, yeah. He just he's just there for a couple of days, just like the Spurs were there for a couple of games. Uh exactly. right here. That's all it is, buddy. <laughs> right here on Locked On Spurs. We're not done talking about this topic. We'll get back, we'll wrap that up and then start start looking at those retired jerseys at the AT&T Center. Hey, I want to talk to you about eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs the fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With the eBay guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Nick Montez. We're talking about your silver and black. And once again, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to be looking at the Spurs, the offseason, and we're going to mix it up a bit. I think we're going to have a visit from an NBA 2K League uh, visitor, uh, head coach, I believe from the Hawks Talons Gaming. He'll stop in and just uh, talk about what's going on with his team in the league 
and much, much more right here on Locked On Spurs. <clears throat> Excuse me, but it's going to wrap up this conversation. So, it d- d- Nick, after we assess this, we're looking at if we just take mm-hmm. the Texas teams alone, Houston and, and and their roster, and then Dallas where they're at right now, makes me think like perhaps in this off season and, and next season, and I think just moving forward, I think every critical point is going to be crucial for the Spurs, whether it be the lottery, the draft, the uh, the trade deadline. Uh, and, and then, um, you know, these young guys are developing fast. I think they really have to get things going. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be fast moving and, you know, it's no, no better time than the present to, to really get some, some, some stuff you, moving and it'll you, be interesting. Yeah. You, you sound very relaxed though. You're, you're not as worried as perhaps I am when I, when I see the landscape, because earlier in the first step, you're like, I think the Spurs are okay with how they're being constructed right now. Why are you not really too worried? Uh, because I, I think things can, I've seen things just kind of happen very quickly, um, especially yeah. having been uh, a, you know, a sports broadcaster and working on the TV side of things. Usually when you're applying for a job, if somebody contacts you on Monday, you get an offer and they want you in the station by Friday. So things in my world have always moved kind of quickly. And I know that things can happen that way. And knowing that the draft is coming up, you know, the lottery is coming up, we'll see how things move with that. But I, I really do see that, you know, there might be some pieces that even if you don't get Wendy, you could bring in a bigger, you know, free agent that I, I think can really solidify that starting five. And then, you know, maybe has somebody like maybe moving Zach Collins, you know, to the bench or, or see what yeah. happens. But and I, I'm really excited about, uh, you know, what what this young core and the Spurs team can really do. And you know, I'm not I'm not too worried because I, I feel like, yeah, you know, they, they had a down year. And, and as we've mentioned before, and I, on different episodes of Locked on Spurs as well, the MVP of the Spurs this year has been the injury chart, mm-hmm. you know, the injury yeah. report, um, so because of how many guys got hurt so often. Um, and you can call that tanking, you can call it whatever you want. But I'm, I'm very, you know, I guess I'm more more relaxed and, and, and just kind of knowing that there's things that can change very quickly this offseason, knowing yeah. that you know, there's a lot of pieces out there that the pop can, and the coaching staff could bring in and, and, and sign some guys. And um, when you, when you don't have, you know, anybody who's, who's signing, um, you know, huge max contracts, it gives you an opportunity to really go out there and get somebody. And so um, with a young core, like the Spurs have, I, I, I believe can, can really put themselves in a good position to bring in a couple mm-hmm. of guys and, and turn the corner this next this next couple of months. So, but what what, yeah. what are you most worried about this off season? I, you, I just you, every single yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But um, no, I was just going to say every single time I talk to you, it sounds you know, like it's like the intensity and the, the anguish he, he, is building. Yeah, building. You know what it is? I you know it's just accumulation of things. I it's ah, it's okay. is it's like everything seems to be you know like like. Come on, Spurs! You got to get on the ball. Like, make something happen. Okay, fine. You I'm making this up. Hope it doesn't happen. You whiff on the number one pick in the lottery. Okay, but you got these assets. You can still flip. Whether that doesn't have to be the players. It could be all those draft picks that war chest they have of them. And let's make right. something happen because yeah, I don't know if if the fan base can take another rebuilding season. Uh, you know how much longer can even the players themselves. I mean, you can, I can, I would not be surprised, knock on wood, it doesn't happen, where Devin mm-hmm. Vassell is at the end of a contract extension, for example, say, you know what, I don't know if I want to play my peak years in a rebuilding situation. But what if that happens again? Mm-hmm. 
and you start seeing yeah. players exit little by little. Keldon, yeah, you know what? I'm really chummy chummy with Draymond Green, and he is. They exchanged jerseys. I mean, Draymond Green right. gave up his spot in the All Star game for um, I think Dejounte Murray. So he sees that. He goes, "Oh, I'm going to go with a, with a player like that, a veteran who I can really help." <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, seeing like because that's how players are nowadays. They sure. they want the ring, and uh, mm-hmm. you even got Jeremy Sohan. You know, I know sure he's a rookie or no longer, but he gets on social media and what does he say? I want to get to the playoffs. Well, I hate to tell yeah. you this, Jeremy. It ain't going to happen probably next season or even the season after that. So, you, you know, it's just the, then you see the aggressive moves. You, you know, uh, Phoenix, boom, pulls the trigger to get KD. Dallas, boom, makes a move to get Kyrie Irving. And well, regardless how that worked out, you know, I think the Spurs got to get to that level to start getting aggressive so they – can keep up with the Joneses. Okay, fine. You give them a pass right now. They're in a rebuild. Sure. Right. But we got to get this going. And I think obviously right. you get Wimby, you it really propels you. Okay, we're in the right track. But if you miss out and you had a chance to perhaps get players or you see Houston making moves, I get an email adding to the mix. Yeah, you start thinking like, come on, Spurs, let's just get this going. But uh, yeah, that's just food for thought, Spurs fans. Oh, no, yeah. I hear, yeah, you. Just, I hear you. Just food for and thought. On top of the fact that, like, you, if you think about it culturally as well, you'll have certain organizations that have people at top who, you know, maybe want to go through the draft first and then make, yeah. you know, bigger decisions to pull the trigger. You know, there's there's always that joke that, you know, the fastest thing in San Antonio is the left lane on 281. Right, um, yeah. And everything else is kind of slow, you know, kind of chill, you know. And so it's uh, it's it's funny to see, you know, that, that we, we really want them to be aggressive, but at the same time, we also know that there's a possibility that maybe you know that's that's not the way that they want to they want to live but, right but Nick, now if but, if it's not going to pan out. But Nick, my 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 what gets me going too a little bit, and it's got me mm-hmm. charged up is, but they can't afford to be aggressive because look at the war chest of picks they have. You, right. You you can afford to make a yeah. big splash, and guess mm-hmm. what? I think you probably can entertain the thought of flipping some of these guys on the roster right now. Think you can? Absolutely. If, if let's right. just say you you draft a Brandon Miller, I'm making this up. Brandon Miller comes to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Does that make Keldon expendable? Mm. You draft you draft one of the Thompson kids. They they look like just like a clone of Devin and Keldon and Jeremy. You right. know that switchable player. You know does that make them expendable? So mm. it, it just it just I you know it just comes from fine. We just got out of a rebuild. But it's just a different era in the league, you know. The, these these players, and I hope they're not, but they're just they want the ring and they will go chase it. We've seen it. Sure, maybe yeah, Kelvin I mean, and Jeremy, Jeremy and Devin are not megastars like Kel, like Kevin Durant went to Golden State, or you know, with Phoenix and and making power to teams. But these these players, they 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 want to get that glory, and they wouldn't put it past them. I would not be surprised I'm right there with if you. that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, you're be. talking to a kid who, who grew up in Brookline, Massachusetts, who remembers yeah. what it was like when you were the worst team in the league. And then in 2008, you're celebrating a championship and you're going to yeah. a parade in downtown Boston. I mean, yeah. it, things can happen in free agency on a dime. And if that's the, the what the Spurs are thinking this summer, then, then I think we're going to be okay. And, and, and right. I, you know, as, as an organization – Everybody can take a big deep breath and, and enjoy this offseason as the craziness ensues come 
come the, the free agency uh, spending and getting when, when it comes to doing deals. He is Nick Mantas right here with us on Lockdown Spurs, Spurs a San Antonio uh, sports reporter. Follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore Mantis. Make sure you do that right now. I'm trying, everybody. I'm trying to get through this cold, but I'm all my brain is all cloudy right now with Dayquil. So you're doing just fine. fine. I'm doing fine. Yeah, I'm doing all right. All right. <laughs> hey, when we get back, we're going to talk about Jersey retirement. No, not Kawhi. Well, although I'm going to ask Nick his thought on that, but just we're going to look at the ones that are hanging right now and ask who should come down and who should stay up right here on Locked On Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about Ibotta. Look, you can earn cash back on every shopping trip with Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So much more. You can either link your loyalty account to you or you can upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. Super easy. The average Ibotta user earns 120 bucks a year in real cash back. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you can use your cash back to get that flight that you've been eyeing, perhaps that game you're dying to go to, that fancy dinner you've been craving. A typical basket of grocery was over $50 more expensive at the end of 2022 than the beginning of the year due to inflation. You could earn two and a half times that in cash back with Ibotta or even more, depending on how much you use Ibotta. Ibotta gives you real cash back, not, not points. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back. You can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or using a gift card. Earn that cash back right now on hundreds of online brands and retailers like Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, so much more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying it with user code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app. Use code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKED. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Nick Montes, a San Antonio sports reporter. I always want to ask you, Nick, how does it feel to be on a a Spurs-centric podcast knowing the whole Tim Duncan lottery Boston night? That must make you kind of... Grit your teeth, you Boston kid. It's 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 water under the bridge at this point, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, TV had had his wonderful career, and and you know, I think people in Boston are, are doing just fine. And so, uh, yeah, um, oh yeah, I think it, they're doing really fine. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just part of it's just part of the you know it's part of the business and how things go. And so, by the uh, way, were you flipping tables with that? Were you flipping tables with that last game, uh, Hawks uh, Celtics? You must I, I saw it last night. And I, I saw it, you know, as I, I woke up this morning and, and as yeah. I was about to come up here to Austin. And um, as I as I looked and I saw the, the highlight on my phone, I was just like, okay, let's go ahead and click off the phone and let's just get get on the road. Yeah. Just cause it was just like, come on. <laughs> like, you got to – one of the things that's been so frustrating with this team and one of the things that they struggled with, you know, in, in, in the NBA Finals last year was the fact that they don't know how to close out games. Yeah. They just don't do it. And I don't know what it is, and I don't know how they don't know how yet, but it's just been so frustrating and getting me so angry just talking about it. So we can probably yeah. move on to that jersey. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's move it. on before uh, Nick starts, uh, you know, getting out of his car right now and flipping it over and getting <laughs> on the headlines. Hey, so there's been a lot of chatter right now, or just some debate, just some fun debate with the offseason underway about whether Kawhi Leonard's sure. jersey, Spurs jersey should be retired. I think you know the answer to that. The majority of Spurs fans are saying, hell no. While there is a segment of Spurs fans that are saying, 
Maybe, but we'll get your thoughts on that in a few minutes. But it just got me to think that if you look at the Spurs' current retired jerseys, and I'm not the only one, there's a lot in San Antonio that feel this, that there's certain players up there that should not be up there, while there's ones that are up there that obviously should be up there. So let's go ahead and get those out of the way. We know Duncan, Parker, Robinson, Ginobili, and uh, who am I? Gerben. <clears throat> Those five for sure stay up there, no doubt about it. Stay. But then you look at Sean Elliott, Bruce Bowen, James Silas, Johnny Moore. You start thinking, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't be up there. Mm. Who? Which? Which of those other jerseys do you think should not be up there, Nick? I'll let you start off. Well, don't don't think I'm like backing out of this in any way, but okay. I will say as soon as the jersey goes up, I'm a big proponent for the people who decided at that time to put that jersey up deserve the respect that they earned by sure. being up there. Um, and so once they're up, I, I think they're up. Unless there's something that we find out like later on, like, you know, if there was a situation where there was a monument that may be controversial later on and needs to be right, taken right. down you know, times have changed or something finds out something in somebody's past. We don't see that in any of these guys. Sure, they didn't have, you know, championships like the guys you just mentioned. But, you know, when it, when it comes to the things that they meant to the organization, the times that they played, um, you know, I, I really I really look at, at, at that as, as being more, um, you know, beneficial to the ways in which, you know, they, they, earn, they earn their spot. So I, I say if they're up, you leave them up. Um, and, I, you know, that's not me being – uh, a graduate of the University of Arizona and, and defending my guy, Sean Elliott, in any way. Yeah. But I will say that um, that I think that what they meant to the team and what, what Sean Elliott means to, to the organization, to, to Spurs fans, I think, yeah. um, he's, he, they've, they've all earned their, their spot of being up there um, and not being taken down. Um, as to, um, you know, who, who, who would you say out of yeah. that list would you I maybe take down? I am glad you asked. <laughs> I, I think the uh, Spurs uh, set the bar too low, in my opinion. Mm. I think the bar is okay. too low. Uh, you know, I think you have to get to a Hall of Fame stands, uh, uh, a line, and with the, with the, of the obvious ones, your Timmys, your David, Gervin, Manu, Ice, you know, whatnot. I think you got to get to that level. Uh, okay. I don't think Avery Johnson should be, should be up there. I don't think people are going to say, like, the community aspect, oh, he hit the shot to uh, win the Spurs, the 99 title versus New York. Mm-hmm. But is that really enough? Because if that's the case, and then the bar being set that low, then Robert Orr should get in because he hit key shots for the Spurs against the Pistons in the finals. And so, and then fans are going to say, no, he shouldn't. He, he, he's not going to be up there because, you know, ever since he left San Antonio, he's kind of took some verbal shots at playing with the team and, and, um, when, you know, just other stuff. Um, a lot of shots at the team this week. A lot of shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, Bruce Bowen should be up there. Mm, I know he's a defensive okay. stopper. I get that. Yeah. You know, very key for the Spurs in their dynasty run. I get that. But so was Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr mm. was key. Captain Jack, Steven Jackson, he was key. You know, perhaps Did not. Steve Kerr be up there? Uh, well, I mean, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. That that's If that's the standard. You know, sure. Bruce Bowen for his defensive stuff. What about Steve Kerr for his three-point shooting? What about, uh, you know, I just feel like the bar is just too low for San Antonio. I do agree with, mm-hmm. with fans saying perhaps San Antonio should 
incorporate like a ring of honor, like the the Cowboys do. I I, I can be okay with that. Right. But to have your jersey retired, that's a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you Tony and Manu and the big three. Sure, I get that. But you know, and then there's the ones that are on the fringe that I'll allow, like uh, James Silas. For sure, mm-hmm. I think in the early uh, years of the Spurs, people yeah. and fans don't realize what he did on the court. It was just just incredible. And then there's others that I think should be up there, despite the off the court issues, like Alvin Robertson. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. if you ever have fun or have a few minutes, go on Basketball Reference and look up Alvin Robertson's Spurs numbers. Nick, your mouth would just come off. You, I'll be unhinged and be like. How is he not up there? I mean, right. Quad dub. I think he was a two-time defensive player of the year. I think he was multiple all-star led the league in steals and like at a high mark, uh, not just like barely made it like with 1.5. I think he was like pushing three a game or something ridiculous. Um, But he had major, major off the court issues. And that's why his Jersey would never be retired. But wow. If we're just looking at what he did number wise, I think it belongs up there. So, sure. but yeah, I mean, Johnny Moore, I, that was a sentimental one because he had that that rare disease, a uh, desert, it was like a desert fever or so, something like that. And they mm-hmm. put him up there. Again, a ring of honor would have satisfied that. But for a jersey retirement, I don't know. Sean, Sean's interesting. Sean, I can, I, He's like right straddling the. Fan. I know he's your guy, Arizona, you know, alum. <laughs> so is Steve Kerr. So is Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr yeah, got, Steve Kerr. Yeah. yeah. But each, I, I think, I think Sean's like the one. I'll be all right. Like that, make it be okay. Fine. You know, sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, but I just think the the bar is just too low for the Spurs. But hey, before I let you go, I know you're busy out in Austin. Uh, what do you stand with Kawhi Leonard? Should his Spurs jersey be retired? knowing what he did for the Spurs. Okay, so here's how I see it. If the bar is too low already, is putting Kawhi up there part of that low bar, or is it that people are mad that he was the face of the organization when Duncan left, and then he right. left because he wanted something else? Is that what people are mad at? or, or is that, that, yeah, they're, That's they're, the thing that I'm getting. They're, yeah, that, they're they're mad that's, at the exit. That's what it seems. Like his exit. That the yeah. exit, rather than the things that he was able to do. Sure, he left in a very weird and awkward way, and I totally understand that. But in the time, I mean, so, so did Ray Allen. You know, so you know, he, he went went over to Miami and and then beat you know Boston to get ten more championships over there. And I and I and I get the 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 ring chasing, and I get to get the mindset behind that. Um, and I I feel like when it comes to the organization versus the player or the city versus the player, if there's already bad blood to begin with, my thought process is it's not going to get any better unless you were to come back in some way. And I don't necessarily see that happening anytime soon. Um, and so I, 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 I get, you know, people wanting to put it up there numbers wise, but when it comes to, again, you know, like Johnny Moore and like other people who meant something to the community. I, I see mm-hmm. that as being more of a reason why people really want their, their, you know, their favorite players or the people who they grew up watching and people they idolize being up in, in those rafters. And if the organization and the whole entire city of San Antonio Spurs fans don't like you because of the way you left, then you ain't going up. 
just yeah, just gonna, gonna put it plain and simple. Yeah. It's not happening. You know, so uh so I, I, I see the the mindset of sure his numbers are great, but you know, it it comes down to personal relationships at the end of the day and and I really do feel like he has that uh with anybody in the you know, sure him popper probably so good, but yeah. as far as the organization overall and as far as the way that you know Spurs fans feel about him and the way he exited, um it just you know, I think it made Spurs fans kind of feel kind of less desired. Like, okay, you're yeah. just going to leave just to go get well, a ring. And are we and, not and, good and, enough for you? You know, yeah, and that's the thing I, I mentioned during the, um, the, this week's uh, lockdown Spurs where we had two fans debating. We, there's a, a, there's, I found a Spurs fan. That's a big Kawhi Leonard fan and feels like mm. adamantly that his jersey should be retired. And then I brought in another fan who's with the majority, like hell no. <clears throat> and it's interesting. Because you 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 hear his arguments, the pro Kawhi, and his argument is, if we're just we use the the low bar, you know that was his biggest argument. But if we just use the numbers, just the numbers and what he produced, that title, Sean never did that on his shoulders. Mm. You know, you know mm. Johnny Moore never did that. Silas never did that. So. So and then, but but I think I think first of all, I don't think it'll ever happen. I think it'll the Spurs would have to like win a string of titles, and all fans are in cloud nine, and something something major would have to happen. But I don't think it'll happen. I think it'll be a bad look uh, optically from the fans' point of view. And plus, too, the biggest thing is he pretty much torpedoed the Spurs. They're in the situation they're in right now because of him. So. Mm. Yeah, and, because and he made, was, made, he the, was, made San Antonio kind of look like a place that wasn't desired to be in, right? Yeah, and, and anything far and, from the truth. And and Nick, I mean, it's it's rare that the city of San Antonio, the Spurs, get major megastars in San Antonio. They're once right. every so often. It was David. Uh, it was Ice. It was Ice. David, Timmy, the big three, and then for mm-hmm. a hot minute it was Kawhi. But you look yeah. at the Lakers. I mean, how many? You know, big names have gone there. Look at your Celtics. I mean, right. you have jerseys retired left and right up there for yeah. good reason. The Warriors, the Heat, you know, the Lakers, the list goes on and on. And San Antonio, yeah. is always, the Spurs fans always feel that, why don't you want to come to us? I mean, think about it. Only LMA, LaMarcus Aldridge, is the only big name free agent to ever pick San Antonio. Pick, mm. not, not get traded to. Pick, like in free agency, I am the big fish in free agency pond. Everybody wants me, but I choose San Antonio. That rarely, if not ever, happens in San Antonio. So you add that in the mix, and I can get why Spurs fans feel the way they feel about Kawhi. Interesting, though. Kawhi, I give him this, though. He didn't badmouth the team after he left. He didn't Mm. go out publicly and bash it, as we see, like maybe DeJounte Murray, you know, did. Uh, Stephen Jackson did, but I mean, yeah, DeJounte uh, Murray's bad mouth at a lot of people nowadays. I don't know. If yeah, did you see that video he did after? Uh, the, yeah, did you see the video he put out after the Hawks won? Like, you know, just I didn't, talking smack. I didn't get, yeah, yeah oh, I was talking okay. smack about yeah. how yeah. they're trying to hold him down and look now they're coming oh. back to the A. So, oh, okay, all right, they now you know. Well, my thing is, you know what, produce, let me see what you can do now with an extra game. Let's see what happens, yeah, but exactly he is. But uh, by the way, I am going to advocate for the Spurs to retire your your jersey in the AT and T. My jersey, you want number sixteen up there? I want oh, sixteen up there 
Uh, get, give me I've only I've only been here for a couple of months. You want my jersey retired? Now that, my friend, is a low <laughs> bar. Okay. Now you got where the punchline was coming from. Now we'll see there. The, that's where the punchline. Hey, he is Nick Mantis. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore Mantis M A N T A S. Nick, anything cooking on your end? Uh, doing a lot of um, doing a lot of reaching out to people around town for some freelancing and stuff. Um, you know, part of what what brought me up here to Austin and stuff. And so we'll see. You know what what goes around and what uh, what happens uh, pretty soon with that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm doing little stuff here and there and, and uh, doing some stuff on my social media as well when it comes to being updated with um, everything that's going on with not just, you know, the Spurs, but, you know, over the um, NBA playoffs as well as, you know, NHL playoffs. It's really exciting. So uh, just staying busy, just really staying busy. And um, hopefully it'll, you know, uh, lead into some some opportunities that are, that are really exciting coming, coming up. So... Uh, stay tuned. Stay, as we say, locked on. Uh, to there my you social go. Media pages. Uh, Nick underscore Mantis on Twitter. Uh, Nick Mantis TV on uh, on Instagram and as well as on, on YouTube as well. And so, um, so some things are in the works. And um, you know, talking with a lot of different people. And mm-hmm. Really excited about uh, moving forward. So, all right. Can I can I can I woge bomb it? Like when you get a solid offer, can I be? Like, hey, congratulations yeah. to Nick. Let me let me woge. If I, when I when I. When I when I if I put it out there, uh, I'm gonna make sure to message you. So like as soon as I, <laughs> I put it out there, you gotta you gotta retweet it. So send us up there so people know. Absolutely. So. Once again, follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore Mantis. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Again, you are the everydayers, and don't forget about tomorrow's episode. Uh, likely, well, we're like we're probably gonna have uh, that NBA 2K League guest come on. There are a lot. I, mean, I didn't. Well, well I know. It should not be surprising that I know, but I don't know if you know this, Nick, but in San Antonio, there is a very thriving um, esports community. It's not as big, wow. but there is. And uh, I think it's slowly but surely starting to bubble. So every time we have an okay. NBA 2K League guest come on, people tune in. So it's with Hawks Talons, the head coach. So he'll be coming on. And of course, we'll be definitely talking about Euro Silver and Black on tomorrow's episode. But for Nick Mantis, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.